Welcome to Postpartum Empowerment, where our goal is to equip you in your journey to mental wellness through your pregnancy and postpartum season. I'm your host, Samantha Newman, and I just wanted to start out this very first official podcast by sharing some things about myself and my postpartum and mental health journey. Um, So in order to do that, I'll just start with the basics. So I uh, live in Australia. I am originally from Vero Beach, Florida, and my husband and I met in Tennessee and moved to Australia soon after we were married, a year and a half to be exact. And um, so we've lived here about 12 years now and have had three beautiful, wonderful boys So I have an almost eight-year-old, a five-year-old, and a one-year-old. And so I have been through three pregnancies and three postpartum journeys and struggled with my mental health in each of them. Um, So I wanted to share a little bit about that. So with my first, no one could have prepared me for the shock that motherhood was, the transition to motherhood was. Um... I started out thinking that uh, if my birth was good and that all went well, then the motherhood part would take care of itself. And I was very wrong about that. Now, with all three of my boys, I had beautiful home births, wonderful experiences, and that was a good thing, but it didn't fix my postpartum journey the way that I thought it would. Just because you have a good birth doesn't mean you're set up for a good postpartum. Um, And we'll talk about more, more about that in later episodes. But basically, after my first was born, um, I had some problems and some stitches that needed care. And we had a really hard time breastfeeding. And so I was really committed to doing that. But because we had problems breastfeeding, I spent a lot of my days trying to latch him on and forgot to take care of myself. How many of us have done that as mothers? It's kind of a thing that we just instinctively do. But in the postpartum season, it can actually be a dangerous thing. And so I wasn't showering enough and I wasn't looking after myself and eating enough. And so my my milk supply dropped and I got an infection in my stitches. And so then that all became a lot harder than it needed to be. And so within four weeks, I had a supply line for my son, um, which was one of the best things, but it was also really hard because it's so much more fiddly when you're trying to breastfeed a baby with a bottle attached to your bra (laughs) and trying to keep all the milk from spilling out. And, um, I was taking medication to get my milk supply back up and it was just a whole thing. And so once we finally got that under control, I do feel like it got better for me, but never once did I realize that I was actually struggling with more than baby blues because what it felt like and what it sounded like to me from most people that I talked to was, Oh, you're just, it's just baby blues. It's normal you will um, be fine and you'll get through it. And um, I don't, in hindsight, I don't think that was the case. I think actually I had a lot more going on than baby blues. Um, And that's another thing we'll talk about in later episodes. So then my second baby came along two years later 
And it wasn't until about six months after he was born that I realized how much I was struggling. Um, having a two-year-old and a small baby as well is just such a big deal. Like there is so much involved in taking care of a little one and a toddler, um, as I'm sure many of you know and have experienced. And so one day it just hit me that I really wasn't okay. And up until then, I was kind of avoiding thinking about whether I was okay because I really didn't want them to tell me that I had to take medication. Um, I was scared of that. I was scared of admitting that I needed it. I was scared of them taking my baby away or calling CPS on me. And uh, anyway, it, it took a really hard moment for me to realize that I needed help. And so I was angry one day and I was yelling at my child and it was almost as if I had a chance to look at myself from the outside in. Now, I'm not saying that I literally saw myself from the outside in, um, but I just somehow realized what was going on and realized that, wait a minute, I am not myself. It is not normal for me to sit in a chair and not get up and not get dressed and not take care of myself. And, um, it is not normal for me to be yelling in someone's face the way that I'm yelling at my toddler right now about something stupid. And it's not normal for me to be like this. And so I actually really need help. And I just remember that day and I remember that moment. And right then I started absolutely sobbing. So I went from yelling and being so angry to being completely embarrassed and ashamed of my behavior and just bawling my eyes out right in front of my my poor two-year-old who probably was wondering what on earth is going on with mama. And so um, it was that moment I got some help. Um, well, I decided to get help. And that was a journey in itself. I called up the Christian counselor in my area and didn't really want to go to see another psychologist because two years earlier, or yeah, a year and a half earlier, um, I had had a psychologist that I was going to and she got really snippy with me when I found out I was pregnant with my second, which I was actually really excited about. Um, and so I never went back to her. So anyway, I called this new counselor and I tried to make an appointment and no one answered. And so I left a message and didn't hear back. And so then I called a few days later and the same thing happened. And for probably two weeks, I was trying to get a hold of them. And um, then we went on vacation to the coast. And I got a phone call from them then. And I was like, really, seriously, I can't come and see you now because I'm not in the area. They had had a cancellation. And so then I just said, I'll have to call you when I get home. Well, a week later, I got home and called and they were booked up. And so um, I remember this moment I was standing in my kitchen and I had just hung up with them and I said to God, Lord, I'm trying to get help. Why aren't you helping me? I was just honest with him. I was just, 
it was such a vulnerable and honest moment with him. Like, I really just feel like you could help me, Lord, and you're not doing it. I'm trying to get help and you're not doing it. And in that instant of a moment, I remember that feeling of relief and peace that washed over me. It was as if he was saying to me, um, I've got this now. I was just needing you to realize that you need help from me, that this is not about you and your strength, but about your reliance on me. And so in that instant, I felt that and I felt his peace wash over me and I knew my daddy's going to take care of me now. (laughs) So um, it wasn't but 30 minutes later, literally, you guys, about 30 minutes later, I got a phone call from the same counselor's office and they said, we have a cancellation on Friday. You will not get anything else um, for the next six weeks. We are booked up. So if you want this appointment, then you can have it. And I said, yes, thank you very much. And they said, you need to go and get um a referral letter from your doctor. And I said, okay. And so I called the doctor and I tried to make an appointment. Now, usually he's booked up a week in advance and they said, oh, we've got an appointment in 30 minutes. Can you make it? And it just so happened to be a day where uh, my kids were already dressed. And for some reason I was dressed. It was very rare in those days, but you know, I was trying to make an effort by then. And so I said, yes, I can come in 30 minutes. And so I did. And I got my referral letter and um, went that Friday and it kind of went from there. My healing started. But something I realized along the way is as I started sharing with people, so many people that I never would have known that they struggled started coming out and saying, oh, yeah, I'm on medication, too, or I struggle, too. And um, so I guess I'm telling you all this and starting this podcast because I want you to know that you're not alone. You are absolutely 100% not alone. Um, There are so many of us that have struggled through postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety and had invasive thoughts. And there is help out there and there are tools out there. Um, And that can start here at this podcast. And I just want to encourage you to um, not only listen to this podcast, but you can check out my blog. I have more resources on there. It's samanthamnewman.com. Um, And that includes, if you subscribe to my newsletter, you'll get a free download of six things you can do when you're feeling depressed. Um, So I want you to go and take advantage of those resources. But I also want to encourage you um, to maybe share with one person that you know will be supportive of you um, and knows you well enough to know that no matter what you're going through, they they will be supportive of you. And I want to encourage you to... um, fight for your mental health. Don't give up and know that there are so many of us here who are cheering you on. So I am Samantha Newman. Thank you for listening to Postpartum Empowerment, and I'm looking forward to sharing more.